I'm Jesse, And I'm Stephanie. We are two Arizona realtors who have built multi-million dollar businesses using only social media. And now we're bringing you our best kept secrets and social strategies to grow your small business online. So grab your coffee and a notebook and let's dive into Socially Modern. Hey guys, welcome back to the Socially Modern Podcast. I am your host, Stephanie. And I'm the other host, Jesse. The other host. I know. <laughs> oh my gosh, sometimes when we come into these, right? <laughs> Anyways. Well, we... I just like don't know what else to say. <laughs> like, you're like, I'm your host, Jesse. And I'm like, and I'm your other host. Like, <laughs> you're the host. I can't be the host if you're the host. I have to be the other host. The good news is, is that this is episode 36. And so, you know, if you've been listening for any length of time, you know who we are. Yeah. So, Sometimes I don't know why we still introduce ourselves. I don't know. But we're here, guys. You know who we are. Uh, and we are so excited because... Today, we are actually coming to you with a Q&A. This one is going to be all things Instagram Q&A. Mm-hmm. And so I think this is going to be a fun one. I'm, I'm excited about it. It's, it's yeah. going to be a good one, a good listen. So. I like these episodes where they're a little bit looser, Yeah, kind of. We don't have a script on this. We just have the questions. So, mm-hmm. hey, we're flying by the seat of our pants. Yeah. Okay, question one. You ready? Ready. When was a time you felt like quitting? Instagram. Jesse and I were just talking about this one because ultimately our responses are very similar and she'll tell you hers. But uh, I, you know, maybe never really felt like I would uh, completely quit Instagram ever. Uh, But there was a time in the very, very beginning where, you know, sometimes it is slower going and the growth is, is slower and you hit a time where you're like, I'm posting, I'm posting, I'm doing all the things I'm supposed to be doing and I'm just not getting a whole lot um, of feedback or something. And you, you have to kind of make pivots on Instagram and roll with the the new punches of Instagram. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so sometimes, you know, there are times where I felt like, ah, oh, Instagram, you're messing with my algorithm or mm-hmm. whatever it may be. And then, yeah, it was frustrating. But at the end of the day, am I going to go do, you know, some open houses like 800 times a week? No. Yeah. Uh, I love Instagram. So this question is, I'm not quitting Instagram, guys. Yeah. (laughs) See, and for me, I don't think there's one specific time where I've been like, oh, man, I want to quit Instagram. But just like you said, there have been times where it's been a little bit slower, where I've had to kind of shift and pivot and do new things to try and generate different business or generate more business or stuff like that. And it's been really hard and frustrating and stuff. But, yeah, I wouldn't say there's one time that I really felt like quitting Instagram. There was a time where I was like super close to almost deactivating my Facebook because Facebook, I just am, it's just so much on Facebook. And sometimes I just get stuck in the scroll on both Facebook and Instagram. And I just like don't want to be. Right. I, I guess I would say I'm more inclined like to quit Instagram or Facebook because I'm sick of being on my phone so much but right of course like my business is built on instagram primarily so i won't ever quit that but 
I guess it's more like, I don't want to be on my phone all the time. Right. More so than I'm frustrated that this isn't working at this point in my business. Right. No, I can totally feel that. Uh, okay, moving on to question number two. So, Jesse, what was a time that you felt like or you knew that your Instagram strategy was successful? This really kind of happened last year, so in 2020, when I felt like I was consistently getting people in my DMs like, hey, I want to buy a house, we're looking in this area, can you help us, that kind of thing. Um, that, uh, again, not a, I don't have a specific date or time, but just when I felt like I was consistently getting new people finding me through Instagram. Right. I will go back to one of my beginning, very early days in real estate and using Instagram in my business. And, um, you know, I was doing the videos and I was making some posts nowhere near where I am today. (laughs) (laughs) But back then, yeah, I was really trying to navigate this and I ended up, I wasn't really doing any business yet. I was still a really new agent and I ended up going to a friend's house for a barbecue And my friends were like, oh my gosh, you just, you know, so much. They were asking me questions. Um, One person actually came up and was like, you're just, you're out there doing so much. You must be so busy. And that's when it really hit me that I was like, wow, like the power of social media. I hadn't seen these people in so long. And just like the perception with using my social media, like how much power I had there to really create this level of expert, Mm -hmm. even though I didn't necessarily feel like I was an expert yet. Yep. Um, you know, that perception was there. And so that was really cool. And that was a moment where I was like, wow, this is, this is neat. Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Totally. Um, okay. So number three, Stephanie, where do you get inspiration for your content? So, This one for me, I try really, really hard, to be honest, to not follow a lot of real estate agents. Um, I honestly don't. I follow, obviously, our team members. Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't follow a lot of realtors uh, just solely so that, like, my content stays unique to me. And original. And original. Otherwise, I feel like it can kind of blur and mess with my mind. And so I actually really enjoy following influencers um, that's where my early days in IG, like all of my inspiration came from were influencers and I really studied them and how they post and their photos and how they write their content and just things like that. And so, um, yeah, I go and I follow a lot of influencers. That's my big, I love following them. Mm-hmm. I'm similar to that. I don't love following a ton of realtors either because I think it can be distracting and I don't want to fall into comparison traps because I have definitely fallen into some comparison traps in the past. So yeah, I intentionally don't follow a ton of real estate agents for reasons like that as well. Um, I do follow a handful of people that are like super knowledgeable. I look up to them. They've been in the business longer than me in addition to, of course, like our team members and stuff. But I I get a lot of inspiration from those other real estate agents. And I will just, you know, see their content and be like, oh, that's a really good topic. I, I can write about that or I can do a video on that or I can do a reel on that or something. And so then I'll write it down and then later on go and do it 
myself. Um, but yeah. Nope. Very, very um, similar, similar ways, but all through social media for the most part. Mm -hmm. Um, one little piece that I'd like to add is that sometimes I do actually go to Pinterest too. And I'm sure that you do too. Mm -hmm. I go on Pinterest and I'll look at different, um, marketing graphics and, you know, just different things like that. Maybe poses if I'm like working on like a content day prep or something like that. And so, um, you can definitely get a lot of inspiration there as well. I know everybody who doesn't love Pinterest. We love Pinterest. <laughs> um, okay. So question number four, Jesse, what suggestions do you have to increase the engagement on your account? This is a tough one because I feel like <laughs> I actually feel like I've dealt with this lately. I feel like my engagement wasn't really where I preferred or wanted it to be and I couldn't really nail down why because I was maintaining consistency and showing up on stories and things like that Um, but then I got stuck in a move (laughs) and couldn't spend a lot of time on social media and then I posted that we were moving I had kept it a secret because I didn't want to jinx it (laughs) like I did the first time so I, I didn't talk about it on social media until it was basically a done deal. And when I posted it, that's like my most liked post ever is the photo of, of us moving, of us in front of our new house. My guess with that, if I, I could add my two cents, would be that you know, you were had, you had a lot of consistency, of course, in like work posts. But I've said this too before, is like maybe you have to kind of like mix up your how you're being consistent Mm -hmm. and then again in that you threw in a very personal post yeah had nothing to do with work and sometimes that's what it takes too like you can get really in the groove of posting a lot not you specifically but just in general people um of posting a lot about work and work and it's good but don't forget to throw in and and i know we're all guilty of it throw in something a little more personal like that or a family photo or something you know i know that my family photos and pictures of me and my husband and stuff they always get so many more more likes and so Mm -hmm. um that's probably part of it for what happened with you yeah no i agree and i think that's a good tip to to make sure that you're spicing up your feed with something personal i just thought of the spice girls spice up your life (laughs) song (laughs) um what about you i would say i sometimes have to reflect on if i'm engaging enough outwardly so Mm -hmm. you know we can get good at being consistent on our own side of things, posting, showing up on stories and whatnot. But if you're not actively going out and also socializing in the social space, Instagram rewards accounts for being social on social media. Mm -hmm. Duh. And so, you know, I have to remind myself too. And so in a way that I do that, I actually follow certain hashtags and that helps me like, uh, well, helps me see other posts from people maybe in my area or who have the same connection points as me. Mm-hmm. So that's something that, um, you know, I would suggest doing if you're trying to boost your engagement other than the obvious fact of doing reels. Yeah. <laughs> Plain and simple right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Okay. Number five. So, oh, which of your posts have been the most successful? <laughs> I just answered this one, but you go. Oh my gosh. Okay, so your moving post was the most successful? Yeah, so previously, as Stephanie pulls up her phone I to know, double I'm check. Like, let me go look at mine real quick. Um, that's fine. I will answer. So, yeah, my moving post was my most 
engaged, most reached, whatever post recently. Previous to that, I can tell you it was the post of me and my Tesla when I got my Tesla in January. That's my second most like post. So so you're onto something there with the personal stuff. You know, people like celebrating your achievements and accomplishments. They really do. And that's too why, like, if we go back to last week when we talked about being a new agent and you come online and like one of your first posts is going to be about you becoming an agent. And of course, posting this to your original account, the account you've always held, not go out and get another realist, like another account because you're a realtor. Mm -hmm. Your your friends and family, your sphere of influence, they're all rooting for you. Yeah. They want you to succeed. Like we all want to see people succeed, right? Yes. I don't even know where to find my posts anymore. Here we go. (laughs) Well, you guys, I get a lot of um, engagement on any posts of my kitchen. So my top post was a picture of my kitchen from last Christmas when I had like a garland Mm. up over my window. But then my second most is going to be of me and my family. So I always know like the biggest mix mixture is going to be me and my family. Um, Actually me and the, and us as a team, Mm -hmm. they get a lot of photo likes and engagement. So sometimes you guys, if you've noticed that, I mean, if you feel like your engagement might be a little bit lax, I mean, throw a personal post in there. I mean, that's proof that the proof is in the pudding there that, that your personal posts get a lot of engagement. I think we've said that on a past episode too. Probably. If you're really struggling with like what content you need to put out, I mean, for all of our new agents, we always say, I mean, you need to post consistently for a good 30 days before we know, you know, what posts are people really loving from your account? What really went well? Uh, but I can go into my insights and Jesse can, and we can see exactly what people really, really enjoyed. So I just naturally know which pictures are probably going to get me a lot of engagement, Mm -hmm. um, a lot of saves, a lot of shares, stuff like that. And so, um, yeah, if you're struggling, go back and look at your, your insights, check out what happened on your posts. And that's why it's important to have that page that you're using set up as a business account. So you can check those insights. Yeah. So you have all that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Question number six. Uh, how do you measure success on Instagram, Jesse? Definitely by how many leads I get off of it. I would say the same thing. That's our goal overall. Yeah. I don't like, I do use my insights, but I'm not like, Oh, like I only got so many likes on this one. Like I don't put value into the likes. I just see it as like, okay, so this didn't really resonate as well or, something like that. So yeah, for me, it's definitely like how many people do I have in my DMs? How many people are on my lead tracker spreadsheet that came to me from Instagram? No, definitely. You know, like I said, I would say that it's the same thing for me. Um, booked appointments are, are probably a good uh, measure of success for me. And, and that's something we talk a lot about through Mainville & Co. or mm-hmm. booked appointments. Yeah. Uh, booked appointments equal more closings. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, you kind of figure out what, well, again, going back to ideal clients, you figure out what your ideal client is needing and wanting and questions and you're throwing that, that content out there. You're seeing, you're seeing what works and what's not working and, you know, and then you, you keep kind of pushing that out, but in mm-hmm. different ways. And that's how you're, you're able to, to push those appointments. And so for me, that's how I measure success. Cause obviously 
I'm supporting my business and my family through this. I know you mm-hmm. are too. Mm-hmm. We all are on here. Yep. All right. Number seven. What are your personal goals for Instagram? My personal Instagram goals. Or just any goals, I guess, hmm. on Instagram. Well, I am setting a goal, not just for myself, but for all of us as a group. And, and we are because of the whole video Instagram thing. Um, we're talking a lot about this actually tomorrow as a, as a group, as a whole. And we're going to be pushing a lot of video over the next month. So I'm excited to see personally and from everybody within our group how this is going to affect our engagement, our following, boosting appointments booked, things like that. So that's a that's a big goal of mine for the next 30 days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I'm excited for that as a group for sure. Um, for me, I haven't really ever thought about goals on Instagram, like having goals on Instagram. Like I have goals on my for my business. But they kind of partner then maybe. Yeah. So I guess, of course, like just getting consistent reach and just staying consistent, getting consistent DMs in in my inbox for with people who are ready to buy or sell or that kind of thing. So, I mean, I guess my goal is just to maintain consistency. It's not a that's not a specific goal, but here on the spot, all I can really say is (laughs) just maintaining (laughs) Maintaining consistency, just remaining authentic and real. That's a cornerstone of my brand is just being real, showing the good, the bad, and the ugly, and that kind of thing. So just if I can maintain that, I feel like I can continuously attract people to my business. Yeah, I know you've done really well with that. Um, Okay, number eight. We're almost through here. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. Only three more. So number eight, what is your favorite and least favorite Instagram feature? I haven't even thought of this. (laughs) I would probably say stories are my favorite. Um, I will like, that's probably what I consume the most. And that's probably the most content where I put the most content is in stories every day. Yeah. Basically every day. So I would probably say stories because I just feel like it's such an easy way to connect with my audience for them to reach out to me directly and for us to have a conversation and, you know, ultimately lead hopefully into a a client relationship or or something like that. So definitely stories would be my favorite, least favorite. Um, I wish there was a way to actually there is a way to like I was going to say a way to leave messages unread so that I could remember to go back and (laughs) respond to them but you actually can do the unread so I would say maybe a way to like categorize categorize messages messages. I was thinking that as you were saying I guess that's not a feature at all so I guess wishful thinking kind of like an email because we do use them so much. Yeah. And I know businesses for communication. get overwhelmed with DMs too. And so it is a common. I'd love to be able to like shift people, like say they were a potential lead, but not like right away lead. Like I, or I sent them my buyer consultation link or something. I'd love to be able to shift them into a category and then be able to follow up on that category later. Oh, because totally. right now I'm at the mercy of either taking a screenshot and just tracking their handle or writing it down or something like that. So 
it's a very manual process and I'd love to just be able to move people like an email inbox. It would be a lot, a lot better. I agree. (laughs) Um, What about you? What's your favorite? Well, I would have to say that I do really love stories as well. I'm going to add to that by saying that um, I actually don't know that it's rolled out on all accounts yet, but I just saw that it's come out where you can have story drafts, which I'm excited about because because of the captioning a lot for me. Uh, for all of us, I mean, I don't have the captions button. I probably wouldn't use it much anyways, cause it is better just to kind of type them out. But, um, I do like that it has the drafts and I wouldn't have to save it to my phone so that I can go back to it later to post it kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it'll hold drafts and it'll tell you how many days it'll hold it for like seven days or something. Hmm. Um, so yeah, so that's a cool new feature being rolled out that I'm really excited about. Um, something that I dislike about Instagram, uh, I don't know, probably a similar complaint. Like it'd be nice to categorize messages. I don't have too many complaints with Instagram. I'm pretty happy. (laughs) I really (laughs) do enjoy it. Um, You know, it it works. It's great. I wish that people that did not have 10,000 followers could still have swipe up. I don't know. I think they're actually rolling that out. Okay. I mean, I have, I have the swipe up feature now, but it took so long to get there. And I know that as a business owner, when you're building, it's like, it's so nice to be able to like link your home search site or whatever Mm -hmm. you're talking about in your stories. And so I feel for you because that was honestly like, it wasn't about the following count for me. It was about getting swipe up. Yeah. (laughs) I agree. (laughs) So, so basic, but, um, yeah, I think it's next question. Okay. Number nine, what has been your favorite update to Instagram, which oh we my just gosh, kind of I covered? Just said, dang it. <laughs> Think of another one. What's another one? Uh, honestly, oh, well, I'm going to say a personal one then because mm-hmm. a personal feature that I really love is the shopping feature. I don't know if you've <laughs> noticed this, but there's like a little shopping bag now in the bottom like menu part. Oh, I think I've seen it. And it kind of works like a Pinterest board when you're in there. So you can like search for certain things. Like I've been looking for dining tables. Mm-hmm. That's how I found the dining table that I want actually. So yeah. like, I searched <laughs> for dining tables and then I was able to find it and I can save things to like categories, mm-hmm. which I wish that dms were like that but yeah i mean i hmm. i really i'll have like to it. check that out i really like it and what a powerful tool for all those shops though that's what it is and, and it will honestly it'll show you what shops you follow mm-hmm. and then it will have like similar shops that mm. you can follow so Dangerous. yeah i mean if i <laughs> have some merch one day yeah that's that's totally where hmm. it's very cool um Oh my gosh, I had I had a favorite update and then I lost it. Sorry, I threw you off with my fun shopping idea. You did. Oh, I remember now. <laughs> See, it just had to make its way around and come right back. Um, so I don't know if this has been completely rolled out yet, but they are working on monetizing Instagram like they are on YouTube. And I think that's where the big push for the video comes into play. So earlier this year, I was doing a lot of videos on YouTube because I wanted to build a YouTube presence. And then I had heard some murmurings that Instagram was going to go monetized like YouTube. And so I kind of put a pin in my YouTube content because I wanted to kind of bring it back to Instagram because I have a much larger, more active, interactive community on Instagram 
And so I thought, hey, maybe it would basically be like YouTube in the beginning. Right. What Instagram made you do. I know. (laughs) So look at like, look at all of those big YouTubers who have hundreds of thousands, even millions of subscribers and how much money they make from their YouTube content. Mm -hmm. And now I have a potential opportunity to do the same thing, but on Instagram where I've already spent the time and energy to build up that community. Now this is being monetized directly from Instagram. So there are a lot of influencers who use their Instagram profile kind of as leverage with brands and the brands pay the influencers directly. They just use Instagram. But this monetization is like coming from Instagram itself. So like you would be getting paid by Instagram. Well, and I'm assuming brands would be paying Instagram to use their profile for their brand. Yeah. Um, And like, I mean, ads. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, so so I'm excited for that. That's kind of why I want to get back into more IGTVs and stuff because I see some big potential. Yeah, no, definitely. So cool. I think that was all the questions, wasn't it? I think that was all the questions. I think we, uh, we thought we had 10, but we actually had nine. (laughs) It's the end of the day, guys. It's the end of the day, you guys. We just recorded all these episodes. We are so excited. It's been a good six weeks since we've been in the podcasting room. Mm -hmm. So anyways, have a great Thursday. Enjoy the day. Make sure that you're following us on social media Mm -hmm. over on Instagram at socially modern. And, uh, we look forward to connecting with you. Yeah. We'll see you guys later. Bye. Thanks for listening to Socially Modern. Interested in partnering with us on our nationwide real estate team? Check the show notes of this episode to schedule a call with one of us to learn more. Make sure to follow us on Instagram for all the latest updates on the show at Socially Modern. You can also follow me, Stephanie, at Hey Stephanie Mainville. And me, Jessie, at Miss Jessie Lockhart. We hope you have a great day and we'll see you next week.